Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Media viewing trends are rapidly changing. Americans are watching more video content across more screens than ever before. Brands need to adapt to these changing habits to get their message heard. Multi-screen TV advertising can help, and it's more efficient and effective than ever. Advertisers can select their target audience in geographic areas and deliver their ads with minimal waste. Comcast Spotlight helps brands put their message in front of the right audience on any device. That's the power of TV. Get started today at ComcastSpotlight.com slash Adweek. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. This is the Adweek podcast where we talk about marketing, media, technology, and pop culture because in the end, everything is an ad. I'm Doug Zanger, creativity and agencies editor at Adweek and for David Greiner, who is actually traveling this week. Sometimes I'll make it up. I'll just say that he has like a deadline for like his memoir or something. Uh, but no, he's legitimately traveling uh, this week and he will be back. Joining me in the studio is Anne-Marie Alcantara, retail reporter at Adweek. Hello. Aloha. I always say aloha, don't I? Hello. Yes, yes. Josh Rios, video producer and editor. Hello, young man. Yes, it is me, the youngest man on the cast right Actually, now. Actually, you are. You are. And I'm oh. clearly the, the uh, oldest. And Diana McDougal, Adweek's art director. Aloha. Hello. Go Vols or no Vols? Wow. We'll Rude. talk about that later. Go Vols. Thank okay. you. It's great Fair to be enough. here on uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It may turn into an episode of that. Oh, uh, this is going to be an episode, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Griner's usually the adult in the room, so we're in for a very bumpy ride. Well, this week we are talking about Brand Week. All of us and a couple of dozen of our colleagues will be at the second annual Brand Week event in Palm Springs next week. So we wanted to chat a little bit about the three-day event meant to inspire brands and help them transform. I forget what the theme of it is. Join the movement. Now, Purple rain. No, it's not purple. <laughs> Enchantment under the sea. Uh, no, it's join the movement. Uh, and we'll talk about a, a little bit last year because some of us – were you there last year? 
Yes, yes, I was. Were I was there, there at uh, five o'clock in the morning recording sunsets. For did you and I? Did you and I drive from the airport? No, I'm no, no, of course not. No, <laughs> uh, no. But we'll talk a little bit about last year, um, and then we'll talk about the event this year. Also, I had the opportunity to talk with Chris Gardner, who um, you might know, probably best known as the main character in the 2006 Will Smith film, The Pursuit of Happiness. He wrote the book. Uh, it's it, he has an incredible story, uh, but he's out and about right now. Uh, motivational speaker would be putting it very mildly. Uh, watching the video of him speaking to students, he's going around the country speaking to students, and we'll learn a bit more about what he's doing and also how brands can uh, and marketing folk can get involved with what he's doing. Uh, and that's coming up. But first, let's talk a little brands. Let's talk a little brand week. Let's talk a little bit about the main brand uh, brand week speaker events, the interviews you've done leading up. Uh, let's just let's just do the whole schmear here. Let's first talk about the just the overall event and some of the main speakers that we'll see. Yeah, we are going to have um, some of the biggest like brands speaking there. We have Chobani coming, Disney talking about Disney Plus, which will launch a few days after the brand week event. Targets, CMO, Rick Gomez will be there in conversation with our CEO. We also have a few celebrities attending Mm -hmm. um, and speaking, including Chrissy Teigen, which we all may probably should know at this point. She is. Right, right. (laughs) And if you don't, please get on Twitter and and just follow her. Yeah. And and we also have Swiss Beats, another well-known producer in the hip-hop world, also known as Alicia Keys' husband. Right. (laughs) And he will also be having a, a main stage keynote at the event. Right. Tell us about some some of the interviews that you've done leading up because I mean you've done a ton of work on this. It's this is not a small undertaking, uh, you know, because we've got hundreds of people showing up in Palm Springs, and there's there's so much to get done. But you know, the meat of this is learning. The meat of this is insight. The whole goal of being a valuable educational resource to this industry. Talk a little bit about some of the interviews that you've done leading up to the uh, up to the event. Uh, yeah, I've spent some time. Uh, well, really, a lot of time talking to AB and Bev. Night of Light Seltzer forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, both for a story for the Brand Week issue, and also because uh, the global CMO Pedro uh, Erp. I believe is how you say his last name, will be speaking at the event. And uh, he also runs the company's like venture firm right. on the side. And I mean... I'm fascinated <laughs> by that. That's, <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about that because that's a fascinating... The venture arm? Just you have all of these brands that for decades have been one thing. And then all of a sudden, they've either by just by desire or need or necessity, they've spun out into all of these different areas. Tell, tell us a little bit more about it because I'm fascinated by that. Yeah, AB is in, they're interesting because globally beer sales are up and so they are thinking about how to like reach, like, like start more brands in these global regions that they're not well known in and mm-hmm. like partnering with beer brands that are already there. And on the U.S. side of things, they are actually not doing as much M&A anymore and kind of reinvesting in their own portfolio brands like Stella, Natty mm-hmm. Light. <laughs> Why is Jackson. everybody laughing at Natty Light? 
No One Laughs at Night Light Seltzer. That stuff is real good. <laughs> Aloha Beaches is keg. so good. It was Aloha the cheapest Beaches keg. Yeah. It's so good. I'm just going to come back now. No, Thanks. we'd be in school and we'd be looking for kegs and you'd say, all right, the uh, Budweiser is $85. And this, well, we got this Natty Light for $43. Well, we'll mm-hmm. take that. Mm-hmm. But that's intriguing because it, it's. It, it, you see companies that every company wants to grow. Every company wants to be profitable. Yet it feels like there is a ceiling that mm-hmm. you can hit as a brand, especially a consumer brand. What else are you hearing besides just their venture arm? What else is interesting to you about that brand and the way that they're reinventing themselves? Yeah, I mean, where do I start? I, I think in the uh, I focus a lot more on their like U.S. arm versus their global mm-hmm. arm for this story. And I think they're just really being smart about inserting themselves into the right conversations online and not and, and unlike many brands out there that we see and like just hop on any hashtag and Hispanic Heritage Month will just hop in on that for like right. because it's timely. They're choosing the right moments that make sense for them and that doesn't make them a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it because <laughs> yeah. it's very easy to overcorrect for things. Mm-hmm. And it takes time for a large – I don't want to say monolithic, but a lot of these companies are huge and they have decades yeah. and decades of things that they have done. And to be, and I'll use the A word and you all can groan at this, to be authentic. <laughs> put some money in the jargon jar. <laughs> how much is it now? How much do I have to put in? $2.50. $2.50 for Two, the jargon jar? $2.50 for jargon. What about acronyms? Uh, that is $3.50 oh, okay. because of confusion. Oh, man. But in all seriousness, the authenticity, it matters now because it's not you're just foisting the brand onto it. But it just seems like they're, they are very savvy in the way that they're approaching this because they're looking at this as just year-round as opposed to just moments. Yeah. And then when there are do. fun moments, like they hopped on the Area 51 right. meme right. slash <laughs> event that happened this summer right. um, and created like a special beer for that. Mm-hmm. And that was like. I mean, it was perfect because who, I guess, would want to crack open a beer with an alien when you're in Area 51? <laughs> Got a new route to run my way to a Bud Light, you know? <laughs> right, right. We were at AB Bev a couple weeks ago to do their photo shoot for your article for Brand Week. And they have their own brewery in their offices. Wait, what? In New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on 23rd Street. They have this whole building. My brother lives on 23rd Street. Well, so this he is good. Go. Is it flat iron? Does he live at AB and Beth? No, no. <laughs> lives next to McDonald's. Um, yeah, they, they, like a legit, how big is it? It's a, it's small. It's only for limited runs well, and sure. things that they just want to do there in their Fun. offices. So their office has an entire brewery. So we what did, did a they photo offer you? Did there. they offer you anything? They did not. We were working. Wow. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Okay. They also yeah. have a big buck hunter machine. That's free. <laughs> Wait, talking about is it the online connected one that was like connected via the internet? Right. So all the scores maintain consistently. Yeah, it's legit. Okay, right. just wanted to say how that's out there. Right. Anne Marie, the panels that you're moderating, tell us a little bit about what you're looking forward to on that. I am going to be in conversation with Ann Pizza. Um, Explain them to us, please, <laughs> because they they are like a legit thing, and I think a lot of people know them, but. And I'm just being selfish here, raising my hand. Tell me, just explain to me the phenomenon that is and pizza. It's a phenomenon. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, really? yeah. How so? They took the whole fast casual concept and applied it to pizzas, where you can order like their own, you know, pre-made little flatbreads, or you can make your own. And it's 
like I want to say like under ten dollars. Yeah. Like pretty cheap, pretty fast. But as a company, they've also are becoming leaders in like the QSR space. Where, um, what is QSR? Quick serve restaurants. Thank you. Anytime. Jar. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> where they're paying their employees like more than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. They are like when the government shutdown happened. They're they're based in D.C., so they gave all government workers free food, and are just like inserting themselves into moments like that and and showing that like. We're not just trying to trace profits or we're people too. We need to remember right. like we want to be a brand that stands for something right. more than, I guess, just pizza. <laughs> well, the pizza thing's interesting because we have one out west. One that was founded out in the Pacific Northwest is Mod Pizza, if you're familiar with that. Um, that's another one to just put on your radar because they're doing some interesting things around that as well. That's that's a competitive, highly competitive space. And you've got – uh, I guess I'm paying $2.50. Uh, you've got disruptors, but – you know, like Mod and and Pizza, it, it's very fascinating to see what's going to happen to Pizza Hut. What's going to happen mm-hmm. to Domino's? Are you here? Are you getting a vibe off of what that's what that's looking like or feeling like in, in talking to and Pizza? I think that right now they're kind of not focused on the big competitors sure. yet, and I and it's hard because Domino's has been doing a lot of flashy campaigns where you know they they'll fix potholes and they're right. also trying to like help the communities they're in in weird corporate ways. <laughs> so it, it's yeah, I don't I don't I don't think they're at that level yet to kind of be even thinking about competing with them right that much, but I mean, we talk about on this podcast all the time about how people want to shop with brands that have a purpose and value and et cetera, all those other jargony words. And so very 2019. Yeah. 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 Very on brand for 2019. No, it'll be interesting to see because you'll start seeing some of these pop up and mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see their ambition. So from what I know from Mod Pizza, they're looking to expand fairly aggressively. And it'll be interesting to see what, what someone like Ann Pizza does. And then you start seeing some of these smaller places. So more to come on that. It'll be a pizza-centric episode <laughs> coming soon. Diana, let's talk about the issue that you worked on. Give us the skinny on... Because uh, we have Swiss Beats, and I do have a brief Chrissy Teigen story later, but talk a little bit about uh, about the issue and especially that shoot. Yeah, so the Chrissy Teigen shoot is really incredible work. I can't wait for everyone to see the photos. Uh, we were in a studio, very grand spotlight is on her. You, it's stunning. You'll lose your breath. Uh, <laughs> was this Los Angeles? This was yes. yes. Okay. And we kept the – we just wanted to play with light and keep it really soft. Uh, oh, I like that we're getting nerdy on this. OK, please. <laughs> well, and it's incredible to work with a model because they just – well, wow. They know how to pose. <laughs> <laughs> so were you giving like any dire- – like tell me about the direction you were giving or were you, were you not giving any direction? I wasn't on set actually. Oh, OK. Yeah. You're hearing this secondhand. I'm hearing it secondhand, but also we have a behind-the-scenes video that Josh helped work on as well. Okay. That is very cool, very emotional. This is very intriguing, like legit emotional. Are you serious? It's it's very, very good because it's just one of those things where it's just like it's her just being honest Chrissy Teigen, no jokes, no anything. It's just talking about how before she, people wouldn't like brands would not like want to work with her because she's very outspoken. Right. If you go down Chrissy Teigen's Twitter, it's a lot of sass and a lot of other things. But that's it's amazing. Her and 
she talks about how over time brands have become coming to her now because they're like, if you like something, you really like it. If you hate something, you really hate it. So if you really like something that we produce, we want to work with you because it's sort of going to be a natural fit, which goes along with the 2019 thing of being authentic. And Chrissy right. Teigen, especially in this behind the scenes video for her photo shoot, very authentic. Right. I think it's really interesting with uh, her choice as brand genius. Uh, so she has the highest honor of our brand genius gala, the highest honor we give out right. of the year. And in years past, we've had Serena Williams, Anna Winter, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. These people aren't known for you know running their mouths on on Twitter. <laughs> so that we have someone who's this real, it's just right. it's a really special. Yeah. Real okay, so here's my brief Chrissy Teigen story. Flying through Atlanta, I can't remember how old my son was. He's ten now, almost eleven. So he was, he was little, little, and we saw John Legend and and Chrissy, and so somehow we ended up like next to her. And my son is chatty, uh, and back then, just you know, he was very, very chatty, and just started talking to her. She was so nice. I mean, she was just like I, I. From that moment, I became like the biggest Chrissy Teigen fan because she was just so cool to my kid. And just she was wonderful. I mean, just absolutely the the nicest thing. So it's it's that old adage: if you if you're if you take care of my kids or if you're nice to my kids, you've got a fan for life. So she's she's a big she's she's number one in the Zanger household. Brand authenticity. Sure. Yeah, we were all tired too, but it was just—it was one of those moments. It's just you just never know which way it's going to go. But um, she was so cool and so nice. So yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get that cover framed. I think. Absolutely. And then Uh, the other brand genius honorees, we've done something really different with their photography. Casey Burdett, our photo mm -hmm. editor. Shout out to Casey. Yo, she she really should be on this podcast if she weren't traveling to speak to this because she did such an amazing job. She chose to shoot our brand genius honorees in their own workspaces. So you have these CEO, CMOs, but in in their offices and Mm -hmm. in their factories. And that's really interesting. Yeah, things can get overly staged, don't you think? Oh, right. And I just want to see people – occasionally you want to see people out doing what they do instead of standing in front of a seamless backdrop. <laughs> right, right. A window in a conference room. Yeah. That doesn't tell me anything about them. So the personalities that shine through are really, really cool. Yes. I can, like that. Can you tell us how it's different than previous years in which I think previous years has just been like, oh, here's the headshot. They all yeah look the right same. absolutely yes. Right. In in previous years, we've always done we've chosen a color, and there's been a backdrop. Last year, it was green, mm-hmm. and people were shot across the country just with similar lighting on the same color backdrop. Mm. There was no interactive. There was no environmental um, anything. So having all these on location of where they work is. Awesome. Well, I was just going to say, that was there more of a comfort level with them being in their workspace? Because again, when you go to a photo shoot, it can be there can be attention to it, but if you're in your own space, you probably feel more comfortable. And and, and it, it's hard to it's hard to quantify, but but you can as as an artistic professional, you can see that this is a better shot because they're more comfortable. Absolutely, they're they're on their home turf. And they have right. their people around them. They're, they don't have to walk into any surprises. They know what what their office is. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, so all of us were there last year. Josh, I want you to you, – you get 
you drew the short straw for this to go first. Oh, that's fine. Talk about last year and what you thought of it and what you learned from it. So last year was the inaugural brand week, and it was the first time in this event. And um, one thing that we were told by the Palm Springs uh, tourist board was that it wasn't going to be that hot. No. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. As a person who ran around with a bunch of camera equipment wearing a black shirt in the middle of the 12 o'clock noon sun, yeah, it got pretty hot. Real toasty, real hot. But the event was great for a lot of reasons, mostly because I think my favorite part was there was an entire area of the hotel that we worked in in which there was a a cornucopia of just all of these brand stars, basically, these CMOs, these – executives, these regular people, people who also flew out to like represent their teams. And it was one of those things where in that hallway, you could just see them all naturally talking to each other. And it was one of those things that just like in my head, it's I not just, a zoo, dude. I know. Look at them. I, it was They're just, talking about data. It's unbelievable. Oh, they were talking about more than data. Um, but Digital it was transformation. They right. were talking Digital. about nice one jar. Um, they were just interesting because in my head i just started thinking of just like collabs of just like different brands collabing together but i'm also just like we're all kind of sort of on the same level of education of like we're all learning from rick gomez we're all learning right. from um heidi brown heidi browning i yeah. missed her name but like yep. different people taught me different things and i learned about the drone racing league which went like it was one of those things where i was like oh drones racing cool but once you <laughs> see it all together with like the creator and also the founder working together and then you see one of them buzzing through the hallway because we did a video shoot on that it all came together right i hope that that same energy goes through this year that's great yeah i think it will yeah like i think I, it will i think that's one of the things i'm really excited about i'm also excited to be prepared to be in the boiling heat <laughs> it might be a schwitz fest we'll yeah. find out but i'm also proud of the content that the ad week video team will be producing out there we're going to be making a bunch of videos and it's a beautiful locale so it's one of those things where we don't get to go to somebody's office or in our own office and do some actual interviews we get to do it around a golf course a pretty palm springs a nice pool with covering something <laughs> with covering. <laughs> something different but also we're bringing some of our franchises that we started this year also to brand week we're going to be doing um top of mind our new series hosted by steph patrick and uh nadine deets that will be also coming so since we have some cmos actually locked in out there it would be a great time to get some of that content also if you miss out on brand week let's say you can't go to brand week Mm -hmm. Uh, most of the people in this room are going to brand week but if you're one of the unlucky few if you sign up for an ad week account you could actually get some of the videos (laughs) and stuff that the ad week team is hard working on afterwards elegantly done We work really hard on the content, Doug. I know people I to know. actually watch it. We had no. to buy extra cameras for this. No, I I joke, but no, dead serious. Since I joined a year and a half ago, just seeing all of you hit continually higher levels and levels. You know, you think this is amazing. How can they top this? But you constantly top this. Yeah. And I think you're right about the vibe of collaboration. I think that's what's really interesting about these. Is it three or four days? How it's four days. days. Be there? Okay, four. <laughs> These four days is that you walk in with certain perceptions of things, and then a lot of those preconceived ideas are smashed. So it was cool for you to be able to see that this becomes a really in- intriguing peer conversation for four days, and yep. yet when everyone walks out, whether you're a marketer or not, you're armed with something 
that hopefully will be beneficial to you. But no, I, I agree. I'm not, I'm clearly not trying to minimize it. I just like the fact that you were, you were selling subscriptions, which I am a hundred percent on board. We received for. emails specifically to like our team email of just people being like, Hey, I heard there was a bunch of good talks. Where are the good talks? And we just had to go like, you gotta go. If you can't go, you're not gonna be able to watch them. But like slowly over time, we like release a little bit of the footage so that people understand for next year's right. that they're ready to go. And this is the caliber of work that is going into this entire presentation. Totally. What are you looking forward to? Well, just to reiterate what Josh said, it, here's exactly how Brand Week felt. It felt like when you host a party and you bring a bunch of different people together and you don't really know how they're gonna get along, but then suddenly you realize that they're all talking to each other much more than they were talking to you mm-hmm. and they're having a great time without you. That's how Bram Week felt last year. Uh, everybody was just, all the guests were collaborating and making connections that they wouldn't have otherwise. So that was really interesting. Emory, um, uh, what do you, sorry. Oh, uh, I cover, I cover Bram Week on Instagram. So you'll be seeing right. Instagram stories flooded with all kinds of inspirational quotes. And other things, okay. and gifts. What sort of inspirational? Jokes. Like oh, okay. So inspirational quotes. We'll get, we'll get to that's another episode later. Uh, Anne Marie, what are you looking forward to most? Uh, well, last year they had an oxygen bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That was a good oxygen bar. So if they bring that back, I'm really right. looking forward to that. Um, We're doing a CBD bar this year. Wait, what? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was the rumor. So California. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I think for me. A lot of these brands are brands I cover or they're, like, competing with the brands I cover. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to hear what they have to say, both, you know, when they're on the main stage but also when they're just talking to, like, their peers and figuring out how to reach the consumer and use all the big jargony words of data and, and AI, Bing. machine learning. Bing. <laughs> Bing. Um, well, because they, you know, to a reporter, know, they, like, right. say these words, but then when they're talking, they're like, you know, something context. Like a, context. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they are a little more real about it, and 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 know. I don't know, just not to be as on message about it, and right. and, I, and that's refreshing to me. I think that's part of what Brand Week did last year is people weren't on message all the time. Right. They were able yeah. to be free and. But, right. I think that was also my favorite part of interviews in which there was barely any handlers for the interviews. Like yes. usually for when stuff. Especially like if you do it in house, it's like the handler comes sits in the room with their phone. Also, just it's their job to be the handler. Well, but like, sure, yeah, because it's just you got to stay on message. But like for things like this, I feel like they're comfortable enough to just be like, okay, I will say some jokes. We will right. do some things. We'll talk about it afterwards. But it's just like I am here to learn, but I'm also giving you some insights for this type of thing. And if like if you want to share your insights, I think that's the best way to do it. Like just share them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all been to many conferences. No. <laughs> well, you've been to enough things. I've been to things, not conferences. <laughs> well, first yeah. of all, Brand Week is a movement, not a conference. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. It. <laughs> we've been to a lot of industry things. Can we just leave it at that? I backed myself into a corner there. It's about the ninth time I've done that this show. Um, well, Doug, what are you looking forward to? I was, I was going to get to that. Oh, I was going to get to that. You, you guys took all my answers. Um, <laughs> what did the dog say? I'm just, I'm just stalling now. I'm just stalling. Um, just talk about the oxygen bar. <clears throat> golf the clubs. Oxygen bar. I'll bring the golf clubs. Um, talk about meeting people who you have only no, talked no, no, to no, through no, no. email. No, no. <laughs> well, there's that. 
Well, the two panels that I'm doing, I'll be I'll be moderating a couple of panels. One uh, featuring Vans, one featuring Kroger, who uh, just named an agency, DDB New York, as their agency of record, which is bucking the trend of um, agency of record relationships. A lot of things are going to project base, but Kroger in their many many years, second largest retailer behind Walmart, by the way. Kroger, you see. A lot of people, yeah, they have a lot of smaller, not smaller brands, but they have a lot of regional brands. So King Supers in Colorado, for example, Fred Meyer, where I am in Oregon and Washington, Ralph's in California, and just tons of these. So they're unifying everything, and and DDB New York is that agency of record. So Mandy Rassi will be there with me as well. What I am looking forward to and what I think I appreciate of it, I think, it, honestly, it's what we've been saying about just casual conversation. I think it's a chance to actually get to know some of these people on a much more more personal level. And, and just to ask the questions that don't become the classic, you know, journalist or editor type of conversation. And, you know, because a lot of times, and I think Emery, and actually all of you can relate to this, there becomes such a transactional nature in the way that we do our job. <clears throat> and I understand that that's part of it, right? We're all pressed for time. Uh, we have to decide whether or not it's a good story, number one, and then we move forward with it, and then it, it happens in a certain compressed amount of time. But what I find nice is that you actually can walk around and just ha sit down and spend 15, 20 minutes with somebody <clears throat> that maybe you've interviewed, maybe somebody you've wanted to interview, and just get a chance to chat with them and, and let them ask the questions that they've wanted to ask you too, uh, which I found really interesting because – I'll do a lot of interviews and they'll say, well, what questions do you have for me? And then there's that awkward pause of, but wait, I'm not supposed to do that. But then it opens up to this really interesting conversation. So I'm looking forward, uh, definitely looking forward to that. So some of the brands that will be at Brand Week, I know we've mentioned quite a few, but we've got Airbnb, ABC, Hulu, Heineken, Target. This doesn't count for the for the jar, by the oh, way. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just, just doing it. I'm not just like named. Oh, you're, okay. I'm just writing them off just like you're naming okay. cities. Right, no, I was just going to say this is <laughs> This doesn't go into the. I'm not looking for that much money. I'm okay. 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 No, we didn't have a rule of if you name a brand, there's a there's it goes. We in. would be broke. Right. Exactly. So okay. Again, Airbnb, ABC, Hulu, Heineken, Target, City, Viacom, Warner Media, Burger King, Tinder, Disney, Mondelez, Chobani, JetBlue, among others. And I just realized I said Target, uh, like uh, I'm a native of Minnesota. Uh, and I just said Target. I did not <laughs> said it like I was from Minnesota again. So shout out to Minnesota. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm. I think Amory mentioned this earlier. I'm really excited to see what Disney brings. Like I know they're probably yeah, not right. about Disney Plus, but like oh. I don't. There's a lot of details about Disney Plus that I don't know. I'm just giving them my credit card. I just like <laughs> take it, just go. <laughs> yeah. Sam, I already bought into the three-year deal with the two of my friends. It's okay. <laughs> you did? Oh, wow. Listen, when you put the Mandalorian on a streaming platform, right. we got to go in. Right. And they, I'm with you. I'm but with you. I'm excited for them. I'm excited to hear what the new Warner Media has to say as well, mm -hmm. especially considering the – the word I'm looking for is the word of them coming I'm, to – I'm letting you I'm – no. I'm letting you hang out there. No. <laughs> No, yeah, but it's like the post merger. Like they're still moving pieces around. To actually, like, what is it going to be? Because it's still mm -hmm. in like the yeah. early stages right now. Like they have HBO Go Max, but they also have all of these brands that are like things that they bought. And like, where is it all going to fall when it all comes down? Yeah, maybe they'll talk about that. Or yeah. maybe they'll have a really dope coffee, coffee bar like they had last year. Coffee or CBD. Bar. <laughs> or CBD. That is California people. Right. 
Anything you want to add before we wrap this bad boy up? I'm really bummed now that there's not going to be an oxygen bar. Really? What, do, do we know for a fact that? <laughs> do we know for legitimate fact that there's no oxygen you're right. bar? Right, and we may be surprised. Sorry, listeners, if you're going, maybe there'll still be the oxygen. There'll bar be next. plenty. Just of make a fine wish. Things. Just there'll be there'll be plenty of fine things. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back, and uh, we will transition into our conversation with Chris Gardner. We'll be right back. Television is changing. Viewers have more access to content, and advertisers have more access insights from data. Comcast Spotlight knows how to use this data to help advertisers reach their ideal customers. With Spotlight, advertisers can select audiences based on geography and demographics. Then they can deliver their message to those precise target audiences at the local, regional, or national level. And comprehensive reporting gives advertisers confidence that their campaigns are working. See how multi-screen TV advertising can help your business. Get started today at ComcastSpotlight.com slash adweek. We are back. This is, yeah, that's probably an ad. Uh, I am clearly not David Greiner. I'm Doug Zanger, creativity and agencies editor. Uh, based out in Portland, Oregon, I always have to drop that in. I have to get my product placement in. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you can go to TravelOregon.com. I'm just saying, you know. You can reach out to me, and I'm, I'm happy to plan your Pacific Northwest adventure, which I have done for people. They emailed and said, yeah. He's done that for me. <clears throat> yep. So I will be your Sherpa for your Pacific Northwest adventure. Um, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, how many of you are familiar with the book and the film The Pursuit of Happiness? The film. The film. The film. Yes. So I have a friend, Mac McKelvey, who reached out and said, Chris Gardner, who, you know, this is all about – uh, said she said he's going to be in town. Would you like to Would you like to sit down with him? I said, yeah, <laughs> of course. And a lot of times when we, um, you know, when, when we talk to people who may not necessarily be, you know, like super directly like endemic to the industry, right? So marketer, name a you know name a, a position in in our industry. You know, you, you pause for a second and you think, you know, what was what does this have to do with marketing? Well. You, everyone here at this table, and a lot of people who know me, that I tend to uh, err on the side of being very optimistic <laughs> and a little warm and fuzzy at times. And I, I love it when we can find some inspiration in unique places. So on the surface, um, you know, Chris Gardner, awesome. What's he going to talk about? Well. You're going to find out here in a second. And most importantly, I think you're going to be very inspired by what he had to say. So enjoy this time uh, that I had with Chris Gardner. All right. Thanks so much. Joining us today here at the Edwick Studios in New York. Introduce yourself, young man. I'm Chris Gardner. How will people know you? <laughs> they'll hear me laugh and they'll say, that's Chris Gardner. I know. But you're best known for writing The Pursuit of Happiness. Best known for that, unless I'm in Boston. And then I'm known for being my granddaughter's grandfather. Okay. Yes. And that's. And we are going to talk okay, about that. Okay, but that's, that's the big it, yes, deal. Okay. Yes, understood. Hmm. Completely get that one. Now, you were in New York this week. Hmm. You were speaking. Uh, tell me about the Mandela dinner. Oh, man. What a fantastic event. Uh, last night we spoke. We celebrated um, 50 years of Uniworld advertising. Oh, yeah. Oh, Monique. I okay. love Monique. Okay. Yeah, 50 great. years. I know. And 20 years of the Mandela Foundation. 
And I had a little personal little celebration going on, too, because that book that you just referenced I found out recently, uh, my books have been added to a list of banned authors from penal institutions in certain states in America. Some of the other banned authors on the list include Maya Angelou, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and Mr. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> so to be on that's, that, and man, that if you want to get banned, that's the crew to get banned with. That's a good crew to get banned yes, with. Yes, sir. But that's a different podcast for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about celebration. No, it's, okay. no, celebration. it's, it's all good. It's all good. <clears throat> I want to talk about what you've been up to right now. Mm-hmm. E- explain the – it's more than just a talk. It's a relevant – you know, it's a revelation mm. to the places that you go for young people. Mm. So tell us briefly. I'm in the process right now of doing a tour that's having me speak at 100 high schools and middle schools all across America on the three most important decisions that I ever made in my life, all of which made the rest of my life possible. Mm-hmm. Number one, very briefly, was that I was going to make the decision to break all the links and that chain of cycles that have plagued my family. Number two, I was going to become world-class at whatever I did with my life. And number three, I was going to do something bigger than what I saw every day. And most importantly in this talk, I get to share with young people the greatest gift that I ever got in my life, which was permission to dream. And, you know, we're in a cynical society Mm. right now. And you spoke to some of the editorial team and, and wider Adweek team, and you said there, there are a lot of places out there where young people are hearing and can't, mm. but you're flipping this on their ear. Talk, talk about a couple of moments where you realize that that message of, yes, this can happen mm. and you can do it has resonated with you. Well, again, to amplify the point you just raised, uh, people have asked me, well, why aren't you going around talking to young people about uh, racism? Uh, sexism, xenophobia, I don't have to because there are, everybody else is talking to them about right, that. Right. I get to be the guy to talk about what can be done. I get the guy to say, you know what, wait a minute. Oprah Winfrey and I are the same age, same zodiac sign, and went to the same elementary school. How do we get, how do we know? The next Chris Gardner or the next Oprah Winfrey is not coming out of the school doors of public schools all across our country right now. Right. The truth of the matter is, sir, they are. I'll show you the video of me asking Oprah a question mm. at an event. I stumped her. One of my proudest moments. <laughs> it was completely by accident. She's amazing, as are you mm. as well. Mm. Now, we are a marketing publication. Mm. So let's talk about what you've been learning as it relates to brands because you do talk to CMOs. You talk to CEOs. You're in this world of understanding that a lot of brands will claim that they know, Mm. but you're seeing a lot of this firsthand. So talk a little bit about what the conversations are, where you see the opportunities. You know what I think um, one of the most important things that I share with people is that going out and actually seeing people on their turf, in their neighborhoods, in their schools – That is invaluable. We had the opportunity, for instance, to do this talk with assembling a number of schools together in an arena, 12, 14, Mm -hmm. 15,000 students. No, 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 no. Uh, When you go to see them in their schools and their neighborhoods on their turf, they open up to you. Mm -hmm. And you get some credibility that you're not going to get otherwise. Uh, And I've learned so much on this tour, man. I've learned so much the importance of, for instance, 
inclusive language and making sure that young people or young women understand. I'm talking to you too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Um, there's nothing like seeing the lights come on in a young person's eyes when you you made a point, and a young man says to you, "I just never thought of it that way." Right. And these are the next generation of workers leaders, and workers. employers and <clears throat> consumers. Absolutely. And so how how do you envision brands supporting your efforts? One of the things that I would like to invite any brand that would like to is just come out with me. That's a huge thing. All right, come out here. Look, we could talk about it in this office up here at the 30,000-foot level. We could have all kinds of conversations, and I'm sure there's some people that could bring us in some white papers and right. confirm anything that we want Love to believe. white paper. Love <laughs> confirm anything we want to believe and right. all the stuff that we don't want to believe. Right. But when you come out here with me, and not just on the East Coast and the West Coast, in mm-hmm. this tour, man, I just got back from Mentor, Ohio. You talk about Middle America, right. Carbondale, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. That is Middle America as you can get, man. Newport News, Virginia, on the way to Biloxi, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That's where America lives, too. As a matter of fact, sir, when I'm leaving you right now, I'm on the way to Fairmont, Minnesota. I'm very familiar with that. How are you familiar with? I was Fairmont? born outside of Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But we pronounce it Fairmont. Fairmont. Yeah. Give it to me again. It's uh, Fairmont. Yeah. It's where, that's where you're going. Fairmont. Yeah. Fairmont. Yeah. 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 It's, got, it's all through the nose. It's all through the nose. No, but you know, I, again, I think that's the one thing that I'm going to be looking forward to and interested in is not so much what you've been doing, what you're doing now. But I want to see what happens three months from now, six months from now. Mm-hmm. And I am intrigued on the whether it's an ad agency, whether it's a brand. And you're right, inclusive language and inclusive understanding. As you say, it's not corporate responsibility. It's corporate opportunity. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm intrigued to see where this will go because you're starting in one area and it'll morph into, in my at least as far as I can see, it'll morph into something that's going to be similar but different. In three to six years. How do you, or, you know or months rather, not years. Three to six months is going to be way bigger than anything right. even I imagined. Right. Uh, the truth of the matter is my initial goal was to do 100 schools. Mm-hmm. We're going to blow through that number real quick. Right. <clears throat> I've already done 30. I've got 70 to go. I just signed off yesterday. We're going to do 10 schools here in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, are going to be some very interesting schools because these are transfer schools. Meaning right. these are children who had dropped out of high school but have decided to go back to get mm-hmm. that college or rather that high school diploma mm-hmm. one more time. So I'm tremendously excited about that. What's one piece of advice or wisdom that you would give to people listening? Now, remember, these are people who are in advertising, marketing, communications. Mm-hmm. What, what's one piece of inspiration or advice that you'd give? Call me. Let's talk. I like this. Call me. Let's How call. do they get in touch with you? Hey, I'm easy enough to find. I am the CEO of happiness. <laughs> 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 I am easy enough to find. Don't just call me. Come with me. Let's go up here. Let's go to the South Bronx. Right. And let's go to Fairmont. Right. Fairmont. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I noticed about the two of us? Mm. We could probably do a quiet storm radio show. Our voices I are kind of like I think we should, that. man. We should. So let's just imagine that... Uh, I'll just say smooth 107.5. I'm Zanger with Chris. Mm. Uh, we got Lou Rawls coming up in the next set. Lou Rawls. Mm-hmm. 
I hope he does that tune you'll never find, man. You'll I love find that song. Lady Love. Oh. And also, we'll have road. tickets to the Anita Baker concert in oh, Philadelphia. Oh, man. I love Anita Baker, man. Yeah. I saw her recently in Vegas. Let me tell you something. She is doing some of her best work right now. And you are doing some of your best work right now. I am Thank being you very blessed, much. man. Thank you for having Chris, me. I really appreciate it. God Thank bless. You. All right, we're back and we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Josh, thank you for recording that. I, I did see you laughing in the corner when we were doing Oh, it interview. was listening to both of you talk. <laughs> it was like listening to old friends and you guys had never met each other. And it was the weirdest thing. Like I felt like I was in a private conversation. Um, I had to I had to throw that smooth jazz thing in there because it was, it was just, great. It goes, it goes back to my radio days. Like I, I wanted – I heard – the quiet storm like come over me and I was like, Oh, it's too late for me to be on the road. But Oh, I, you know what? It's, it's, you can take, you can take me out of radio, but every so often I go back to that. It's, the that was quiet great. Storm. <laughs> it was a little quiet storm, a little quiet storm. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for joining us and I want to thank our wonderful guest, Diana. Thank you very much. We'll see you in Palm Springs. Yes. Yeah, see you there. Marie, we will see you in Palm Springs at the oxygen bar. At the Oxygen Bar. Or CBD Bar. Or CBD Bar. <laughs> Josh, we will see you. No, you will not see. I'm going to be very honest. You will probably not. You'll see like a whirlwind flash of me because I'll be running to go to all of our breakout rooms and also our main stage. Just go ahead and stuff around. You are bringing your swimsuit because Lazy River awaits. And you can find at least 10 minutes to get into a pool. For the love of God, you can find The one minutes. thing I missed last year was that Lazy River. Yo, and it was- listen, if you need me to, like, if you need me to, to, to pinch hit... While you go to the pool, that's fine. Just tell me what not to touch. Tell me how to work things. I will get, just get – if you need an hour, you <laughs> just say zanger. Just come shoot this. Come, you know, do this, do this. I got your back because you're not going to fly 17,000 hours and not get in a pool <laughs> for the love of God and baby Jesus. Where are your trunks on the pool? Wait. Yeah. Where are your trunks on the plane? Yeah. No. I'm wearing I'm wearing comfy clothes. I learned that the easiest way. Okay, just don't wear Crocs. But you, that but that's an open invitation for you. You're going to get some pool time, and I'll see to it. I'll see to it. But I'll see you in in uh, Palm Springs. Yes. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, again, I'm uh, Doug Zanger. Creativity and Agencies Editor for Ad Week. I'd like to thank our panelists today. We will see you at Brand Week next week and look for our coverage on Ad Week. Our theme music is by Home. This show is produced by Chris Ahrens with production assistance from Josh Rios and Lane McGibney. Once again, I'm Doug Zanger, Creativity and Agencies Editor for Ad Week. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just the thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality.